0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: Google looks back at second. And the pitch. That was light.
0: I mean, it's human nature to automatically start thinking about the roster and what it could look like and, and how we could um, obviously um, have a roster that brings in more wins. I mean, that's the that's the most important thing. That's the job that we in. So i have started to think about it a little bit, but, you know, um, it's not, you know, sorely on me, obviously. Um, but we definitely want to be better. We want to be better coming into the next year. That's the most important thing for the summer.
2: You're listening to Opposite
3: Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. And welcome to Opposite Picks on I mean, it is Tuesday, April 11th morning. here's truly, Scott Wetzel, sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls. 844 843 6879. Again, that's toll free. 844 843 6879. You want to send a tweet? It is at Opposite Picks. That's O P P O S I T E. Picks, P I C K S. You can email me. Go to my website, OppositePicks.com, hit the uh, contact Scott icon, and fire away. Uh, I I hate this effing place. Faces change, but the results remain the same. Let the games begin. LeBron, James, Tom Brady, Mike Trout. Kidnapped. Uh, one man's failure is another man's treasure, apparently. And then, how desperate are the guardians? We get to all those stories, plus your phone calls. We got pyramid plays. We got open parlays, and of course, we got the award-winning. Who gave out the award? Eh, I did. Uh, opposite picks, uh, all coming up uh, within the next now 56 uh, minutes. Uh, that was uh, Phillies Radio Network with the call as the Phillies right from four nothing down beat the uh, Mets last night, and then of course LeBron James uh, try to save face on this year and looking forward all ready to next year, despite their head coach getting fired uh, yesterday. So a oh. lot to get to. What's going on, LL's loyal listeners? And uh, we have a guest today. How about that? With the NBA postseason beginning tonight with the uh, playing games, John Brennan covered the NBA for SportsHandle.com, former Bergen record jersey guy as well. We know we all like jersey guys. Uh, we'll join us in a little bit. And we'll uh, discuss some of the uh, winners and losers for tonight's games and then the overall thoughts on who's going to win the NBA championship. So a lot to get to again, and your phone calls, uh, 844- four three six eight seven nine where do we begin uh you know baseball well why not because we had a perfect day right yesterday we gave out our first day of baseball picks and i told you i generally like to let the season breathe a little bit let the bad teams be bad let the good teams be good everybody is all kind of thrown in a the jumble there the first week two weeks especially this year because you really had that kind of barrier of our, okay only three weeks of april of baseball we could have let it but that, that's no fun right what the fudge we might as well throw some baseball picks out there. So we gave you our first day of baseball picks, our philosophy, bet the underdogs. All right. So what do we got, Scott? Well, we gave you Colorado versus Texas plus 115, uh, winner. Uh, we gave you Toronto, plus 105 at New York, gets the Stankys, Uh winner. Uh, we gave you San Diego, plus 125 at San Francisco, uh, winner. And then, of course, we had to give you one more. Couldn't leave it at 3-0. No, 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 no. We had to put our faith, our hard-earned American money, some shekels on the New York Mets, who happened to be leading 4 nothing heading to the bottom of the eighth inning you know how many games teams lose when they're leading by four runs? Four nothing in particular. You know, if it's 11-7, it's been a back-and-forth game and runs galore. Okay. I bet you can count literally on two hands how many times teams lose in the course of a season up four nothing heading into the eighth inning. And I don't mean like one team. I mean like everybody combined. Well, we got our first one. New York Mets god awful bullpen does it again. I tell you, it is amazing. They blow the 4 0 lead and they lose 5 4. It's remarkable. Owners change with the Mets, managers change with the Mets, players change with the Mets, years change with the Mets. You know what doesn't change with the Mets? Their bullpen. It sucks my goodness they blew a game two days ago against the uh the nationals because their bullpen blew a late lead and then they did it even worse last night blowing a four nothing lead to the philadelphia phillies man you just you're not gonna win anything if your bullpen blows i don't care how good the stars are i don't care how great you think jacob Degrom will be when he comes back and scherzer you can't hold a four nothing lead if you can't hold the two nothing two one lead against washington you're not gonna win it's as simple as that you're not gonna win and then you got the phillies third baseman alec bomb Caught telling a teammate, I hate this effing place. Oh, that's great. Now, later on, he apologized and he said it like, you know, uh, I didn't really mean it. And it was a moment of, uh, you know, exasperation and and all this other stuff. But no, 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 no. Just like I gave you the Tiger Woods F-bomb the other day. There are certain times you could say, I hate this effing place. Or I effing hate this place. That was the exact quote. He didn't say it in disgust. He didn't say it in disdain. He didn't say it in an emotional outburst. It was a calm, cool, and collected comment to a teammate. It came after I think his second of three errors and the fans are booing. It was not an emotional out. It was a calculated, absolutely, I know exactly what I'm saying. Uh, comments. Uh, I, I'm sorry. You make three errors. Yeah, they're going to boo you, pal. I hate to break it to you, but I don't care where you go. You can go to Siberia. If you're playing for the Siberian Huskies and you commit three errors in one game, they will boo you. Uh, I hate to break it to you. You know, don't make it out like the Philly fan is so tough and rough. You know, you'll get that in Oklahoma City with the Thunder, for goodness sakes. All right, a lot to get to. Opposite picks. We got a pyramid plays and everything else that's going on. NBA playoffs all starting. We'll talk about the next opposite picks
0: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24/7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com what about this video that surfaced and just heard about it and seen it
1: yeah yeah I've heard you know look emotions got the best of me you know I said it and do I mean it no and it's a frustrating night for me, obviously, you know. Made a few mistakes in the field and look, these people, these fans, they just wanna win and I mean you heard it, we come back, they're great. And, you know, I guess I'm just I'm sorry for them, you know. I I don't mean that and emotion just got the best of me. So you actually love this player? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I do. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Listen. The emotions did not get the best of you. Like I said. It- say, I hate this effing place. It is what it is. Uh, but th- that was not an emotional outburst. That was a calculated comment. He made the error. He's walking towards, I think it was the first baseman, you know, well after the play is over and everything. And he just tells the teammate, yeah, I hate this effing place. So listen, it's not going to get him kicked out. Uh, he's not spitting in anyone's face. You know, Alex Charles Barkley, you know, he's not doing things like that. So it's not the end of the world. Don't get me wrong, but, uh, you know, just don't try and pretend the fact that, uh, you know, this was a, a an accident. We'll, Say. Uh one man's failure is, is another man's treasure, apparently. LeBron James yesterday talking to the media. Interesting, they had him talk to the media before the of the Vogel firing, but uh was asked, you know, about the, whether the whether the season was a failure, which you know anybody with half a brain would say, Yeah, it was. Uh, he said no, it's not a failure at all. We came to work every single day, really. Uh, put our hard hats on and tried to get better every day and the results just didn't happen for us but it's not a failure really really you have a worse record second half of the season than the OKC Thunder, the Orlando Magic, and the Detroit Pistons, among others. The fourth worst record in the NBA after the All-Star break. You don't get into the postseason, and which every Tom, Dick, and Harry does nowadays. And this was not a failure, really. You finished 16 games under 500. Under. Their overall season total, I bet, was around 55 or so, if not 60. Uh, And they finished 16 games under, and that's not a failure. The Sacramento Queens had a better second-half record than you guys had. Again, the Orlando Magic, the Detroit Pistons. Are you kidding me? Wow. You're talking about trying to save face. Holy fudge. Not a failure. I'd hate to know what a failure is then. Uh, Maybe that's why he thinks his son can be in the NBA, even though his son stinks. You know, think about this. What would happen if LeBron James and or Tom Brady and or Mike Trout tried to travel overseas, pick a country, and they stopped him at the airport and said, nope, you got uh, drugs in your uh, cachet there. You're going to be held and detained and they were detained for a day, <coughs> excuse me. And they were detained for a week and then a month and now 2 months plus. What do you think people here in America would do? I mean, they would be beside themselves, right? I mean, that's basically what's happened. This is a story that doesn't really get talked about surprisingly enough. Uh that that's what's happened to WNBA star Brittany Griner. She's flying over to Russia, right, in February because she plays in the Russian league over there. I guess they pay the women a lot more money than what we pay. It's the off season. And she was detained because they found apparently cartridges containing hashish oil uh, during an airport security check in Moscow. So she's been held captive since February. I mean,. Where, and you listen, I fully understand. You're not going to get a lot of sympathy in, in this country for those who kneel for the national anthem. You're not, but you are going to get a lot of supportive groups behind you. Where, where are the women rights groups? Where's the black community? Where's the uh, the, the, the gay lesbian community, since she is? Where, where are all these people? Like, this, this poor woman is stuck in jail in Russia, no less, for a couple of months, for what? A, listen, I'm not a druggie, so I don't know what that necessarily is, but it's not like she's taking 10 pounds of cocaine into Russia. I mean, it's a little bit of hash oil, apparently. I mean, think about that. Think about if that was LeBron or Brady, Trout, God forbid, Tiger Woods, right? Imagine Tiger Woods going to play in a tournament over in Russia and being entertained and never heard from for two plus months. What are you kidding me? I I'm, I'm This is like a know nothing story. Like, okay, she's in jail. I mean, this poor girl, I feel bad for her. I really do. But you talk about the NBA, nobody caring. Holy crow. You, you're being detained on charges that you don't even know are true or not. And then she's thrown into jail and never heard from ever again for a couple of months now. And there's not a peep in our country about, okay, no, no big deal. Wow. WNBA, I got to tell you, man, that's embarrassing. How far has the WNBA fallen when one of their best players is in jail in another country and nobody cares? I mean, nobody. No blacks, no women, no gay groups, no nobody. Of course, they held the draft last night, you know, oh, yeah. And then they said, boy, we, we checked in on her and she's doing well. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she's having a grand old time at the uh, Russian jail. Yeah, I, I'm sure she is. Man. We very, very weird. Very, very weird. Uh, it's a good night. Stanky's lost last night. It's a beautiful thing. Shut out by the Toronto Blue Jays. You know, if there is one silver lining to losing two out of three to the Stanky's with our Red Sox, it's maybe just maybe we sent them off on a nice little seven, eight, nine game losing streak. Red Sox winning Sunday night. And the Sankey's losing last night, so now that's two in a row. Not bad. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, I I told you with Detroit Tigers yesterday, right? That's a doleful job by baseball. You can't have a team playing Sunday night and then flying uh, to Detroit and playing basically an afternoon game. Weird 5 o'clock start yesterday. Um, I know it was opening day for the Tigers, but I don't know why it would be 5 o'clock. Why not just make it 7 o'clock? And then they're playing 1 o'clock this afternoon today. So they played, you know, 8 o'clock basically Sunday night, 5 o'clock Monday, and now 1 o'clock. What are they going to play, like 10 o'clock in the morning tomorrow? I mean, very, very weird schedule. Very, very weird. We got the NBA speaking of schedules getting underway. We have uh, two games today. We got the play games, and that uh, Nets line is now up to nine and a half. I got to tell you, I don't think the Nets are necessarily going to lose, but if you want to play the conspiracy game, the winner of this game gets the Boston Celtics in the first round. The loser gets to host the winner of Atlanta-Charlotte. If you win that game, you fall into the number eight spot, which on the surface would think would be worth than the number seven spot, right? But I got to tell you, I think most people would much rather play the Miami Heat than they would the Boston Celtics, and they don't recede. So if you were to upset the number one Heat, you would fall into that bracket, which means you would then play the winner of uh, the four-five matchup, which uh, you know could be Philadelphia or it could be Toronto. So that's a little bit easier road. Then having to play the Milwaukee Bucks more than likely in the second round. I mean, think about the Brooklyn Nets travels to an NBA championship. All right, they're going to have to beat Cleveland tonight, theoretically. Then they got to beat Boston. Then they're going to have to beat the Milwaukee Bucks more than likely and then they're going to have to uh, you know face the winner of uh, the other side of the of the Eastern Conference bracket um, whether it's Miami or whoever the case may be that's a tough Philadelphia maybe they they may have to go through the gauntlet of Boston Milwaukee Philadelphia that's a tough road could this could the nets do it yeah but i got to tell you they lose tonight they taste the risk of losing and especially if it's Atlanta, you know, if Atlanta wins the second game, then it really would be, you know, not an easy, easy game, but it is at home. But then you could go through Atlanta, you can go through the Miami heat, and then you would go through whoever's left over. Like you really would have only one of the big boys like Miami. They don't get a lot of respect, even though they had the best record in the Eastern Conference. Uh, they're like fourth to me on the pecking order, you know, pick who's one, two, three, but I Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Brooklyn are all seemingly ahead of in Boston rather as well. All seemingly ahead of Miami when it comes to, you know, who's going to present the biggest challenge. So, I don't think the Nets would lose on purpose. But I will tell you this, I don't think they cover the spread. You know, the Nets had the worst spread record at home in the NBA. Worse than Orlando Scott? Yeah. Worse than OKC? Yeah. Worse than the Houston Rockets? Yeah. Not only did the Nets have the worst spread record at home, they had it by six games. That's how bad they were. Nine thirty and one, or nine thirty-one and one. The, the the second worst had 15 spread wins. I'm not laying nine and a half with the Brooklyn Nets. Not doing it. We'll find out. We'll talk some more with John Redden. Uh, a little NBA talk coming up next right here on uh, Office Fix Sports Good Radio picks on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM channel 159 and your uh, local radio affiliate all around the nation right here on Sports Grid Radio. Yours truly, Scott Wetzel, sitting in. We got opposite picks coming up in a little bit. We got our pyramid plays, our locks, our six-team open parlays and all that other good stuff uh, that we get to every single day, Monday through Friday right here, 11 uh, a.m. to noon Eastern time, fastest hour in radio. NBA postseason begins tonight with these play-in games. Joining us now, uh, John Brennan covered the NBA for. Sportshandle.com, do new website, former Bergen record, Jersey guy, a Jersey guy myself. We always like to support uh, the locals. So uh, John Scott Wetzel here. How are you on this uh, Tuesday morning?
1: Good to hear from you. Thanks, Scott.
3: Thank you, John. Appreciate a couple of minutes. Uh, you know, let's cut to the chase. I won't bury the lead and we'll figure out the details afterwards, but uh, ultimately uh, in two months, who do you have uh, cutting down the nets? If you will.
1: Yeah, I'm a child of the 90s covering the NBA back then. uh, I remember Bulls, 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 Rockets, Rockets, Bulls, Bulls, Bulls. So uh, (laughs) I'm probably a little bit too partial on that front. But what's wrong with the Milwaukee Bucks? They didn't have a great season, but, uh, you know, they obviously know how to get it done in the big spot. And, uh, frankly, I I like the Suns in the West, too. I mean, I don't don't see what's uh, what's wrong with that. Um, You don't get a lot of repeats, but uh, I don't know. I just like them just plenty.
3: You know this may answer the question Then, are you a believer of the Brooklyn Nets that uh, I think a lot of people, John, think they're all of a sudden they're just going to turn it on. I know they played most of the season without Kyrie and all that, but uh, they are like the third or fourth choice at worst in some of these betting sites, including a uh, fan that, that we use here. Um, are you one to believe that they will turn it on and, and present a challenge or are they a one and done or maybe even lose to the Celtics? No, I, I don't tonight, I don't for that matter.
1: Yeah, I don't believe in them at all. I I don't I'm really surprised. I mean, you can't say enough about Kevin Durant. I mean, he's phenomenal. He's a Hall of Famer, first ballot. Obviously he's even better than I ever thought he would be, um, for the Nets. Uh so that's all there. But other than that, I don't I don't love the team. I don't I don't see the overdrive there. I mean, uh you yeah, know, not saying they can't win a couple of rounds even, but I, I I really can't see the way. I mean, if, if they win uh, Durant, I mean, you know, he's he's kicking uh, LeBron James off a pedestal, I think, but uh, it's not going to happen.
3: Yeah. How about tonight? Uh, the, the, the host in Cleveland, you know, I put out the conspiracy that if they were to lose and then face the yeah. winner of Atlanta, Charlotte, which I, I think is going to be Atlanta, um, they would then get into the number eight hole, which had them face Miami in the first round versus facing Boston in the first round, which I think the Celtics present a bigger challenge than the heat do. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I don't think the Nets, uh, or I don't think anybody has the real luxury of uh, you know picking their opponent and all that. I, I think uh, that's a little overrated. I found that to be true over the years. I mean, uh, you know, just win the games. I mean, you can't you can't turn it on and off that. That well, I think uh, just win games and uh, worry about what you got to be. You got to you got to beat a bunch of teams anyway. Get the championship. I think it's a little silly to think, well, we can't win. You know, against this better team. So the only way we can do it is kind of backdoor. You know, getting some slightly lesser opponents and then we sneak through the title. That's not how you win an NBA championship.
3: You know, the, the Bucs, Giants amazing. Um, John Brennan, sporthandle.com, joining us here. Lately, like, within the last, it sounds goofy, but within the last, I would say, two, three weeks, Milwaukee all of a sudden has kind of opened people's eyes, but, like, for the first half of the season, I, I kind of thought the same thing you did. Like, yeah, no one really is even talking about the Bucs. It's either the Nets or the Celtics that turn things around. Miami's playing great ball. Philadelphia with a beat and a hardened trade and, um, you know, but the Bucs were almost the forgotten team until recently, though, but you, you do think they're going to eventually emerge out of the Eastern conference.
1: Yeah, again, I'm an old school guy, so I hate load, load management, You know, games off, uh, you know, taking it easy, coasting through it. it. It annoys me, but it's a real thing, and I think the Bucks know exactly what they need to do uh, to get to the end, the finish line. And they've sort of managed things that way, and I wish it wouldn't be the case. I mean, they don't charge you less for a midseason NBA game now that they did 20 years ago or 30 <laughs> years ago. Uh, they charge you the same price. You may not get the star players, and even if you get them, you may not get the full effort. I mean, you know, whatever people want to say about Michael Jordan, guys playing 82 games a year and wanted to win every single game, no matter what. He never he didn't take a game off either literally or figuratively. I like that better, but the Bucks are part of the, uh, you know, the new modern approach. And so, yeah, I think they've been doing exactly what they need to do. And they're uh, getting more into the groove now. And that's why I like them.
3: Big, big if, obviously, but if Golden State is healthy, i.e. Steph Curry and and Draymond can stay healthy and Clay can stay healthy, uh, will they beat the Phoenix Suns or is your pick on the Suns based on, yes, them being healthy, but you still like Phoenix?
1: Oh, I I definitely like Phoenix. I I think... um... You know, there's kind of a tread off the tire with Curry and the Warriors. I mean, they they had a great run and, and they're phenomenal players, but I don't think they have enough left to uh, to really push. I think the Suns are a lot hungrier, and I think you're going to see that if they face each other.
3: You know, you, you hate to say it because he still will be able to play next year, but, geez, John, you know, if, if, uh, if the Phoenix Suns, don't win. Chris Paul in particular. If if he doesn't win this year, you know they're they're basically a two to one favorite to win it. I mean, you're getting plus two seventy on the money line, but the next mm. team, Milwaukee, with Fanduel anyway, is five to one. That's almost twice mm. the odds. So you know, in my eyes, Phoenix is like a two to one choice to win this thing. If they don't win this year, with Le- LeBron not really being LeBron, and the Nets, you know, being down this year, and and Harden not really uh, being with the Philadelphia 76 the whole year, no Ben Simmons. No, I mean, everything seems to be. Fun falling into place for Phoenix to win this year. If he doesn't win this year, are you ready to say he'll just never win Chris Paul? Uh
1: yeah, I would say so. But I you know, sometimes that urgency is exactly what you need. I mean, if there's a lot of one person thinks of it as a lot of pressure, another other people think of it as urgency. I think in this case it's urgency. I think they need to win, and they will win. They'll win the West. I don't know if they knock out the Bucks, but um, they do have to win the West. They will win the West, and then it'll be a great uh, final, I think, if that happens again.
3: Are you a big believer in the Memphis Grizzlies?
1: No. Um, you know, especially, you know, Morant's condition is what? We're not 100% sure, and if, I'm not 100% sure about him. I'm not 100% sure about that team. I mean, they seem like an overachiever anyway, even if he's healthy. Like, if he was healthy, I would say for sure. Then I would say, you know, they're going to be overrated and gotta go against them. But now people won't be surprised if they don't go anywhere
3: talking with uh, John Brennan, sportshandle.com uh, here on opposite picks. You know, I had a, a futures bet, John on uh, Minnesota about two months ago at 36 mm-hmm. to one to win the uh, Northwest division, which I know people don't even realize uh-huh. their divisions in the NBA <laughs> and they were playing great ball and everything. And I, I needed a little help and I got the help I needed from Utah, really coming back to the pack and everything. And and yet mm-hmm. man, second half like the last three weeks of the season, they, they lost games to Orlando, to Washington at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was There's one more God awful team they lost to as well uh, at home. So I like the Clippers tonight. I think the Clippers are going to win outright. They're playing, you know, some really good ball one, five in a row, six of seven, four of those five wins by double digits. Who do you like Minnesota against uh, the Clippers tonight? I
1: think not only is Minnesota a year away, but they're a classic team that you'll bail out on them, and most betters will bail out on them next year. You want to take them because they disappointed you this year, and so you're gonna you're gonna forget about them, and you get a better number next year. And I think they're gonna be good next year. But I agree with you for this uh, this week and and this playoff run. I, I think they ran out of gas, but uh, they're getting better, and they'll be even better next year. And and they're they're coming. I mean, it's been decades, but they're coming.
3: But they should be like a really good deal. It shouldn't have taken them this long, you know. It's like uh, Wall Street, you know. The, the the team is more valuable apart than it is together for some reason. I mean, they got players that people would would definitely want, right? I mean, why why is it yeah. taking so long for Minnesota? Uh,
1: it's just I I think some of it is a losing culture where I mean, it's funny, you know. Not that the fans matter to the players, but even if fans don't. Appreciate the idea that wait, could we be good? Really, like there's a I've been in NBA arenas around the country. Like there's the vibe in the building. Like even though they're cheering for the local team, everybody does that. There isn't an expectation that you see in in a winning culture, and so it just it just kind of it's around there. So I just think they. You know, if they do anything right, they're getting praised everywhere. And in a small town like uh, Minneapolis, you're literally, you know, you're in the shopping mall and, and you're getting, uh, you know, fans coming up to you saying how great it is that you're 500, right? I mean, it's just, it's just hard to shake that and and get that killer mentality. If we have to win the championship, we have to win every damn game. We have to win every series. And it's just hard to do. But I, like I said, I think they're only a year away. I think they're going to be really good next year. But uh, this time around, I don't see it.
3: You get so few upsets uh, in the NBA, especially in the first round or two, John. But g- give me uh, give me a team that we could look out for that maybe would cause some havoc. If not, maybe win the series outright, but just maybe force things to be a little more difficult than what we're anticipating.
1: I think you got me stumped here because the Celtics in 76 has completely confused me. I, so I guess maybe Toronto makes a run. They're a really well-rounded team. They've got a little of everything and well-coached. And um, so maybe that gets them past teams. You don't expect them to, uh, but that's about it. The West, I don't really like anybody other than Phoenix. I mean, I don't like Memphis. I don't like obviously Minnesota. I don't like the Warriors. I don't like the Clippers, uh, you know, beyond maybe getting in. Um, So I guess Toronto is not a huge underdog, but I think that's a team maybe that could surprise people.
3: I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about the Lakers and 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 LeBron and and who do you think's going to be the who who would want that job, let alone be offered the job? But who do you think ultimately will get that? I heard that Mark Jackson rumors today.
1: Yeah, I, I think well, Jackson is funny because the. Couple of days, the rumors were all we're about mostly current NBA coaches, right? Is that the Lakers can just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, decide, I'm going to take Nick Nurse away from the Raptors, Quinn Snyder from the Jazz, Doc Rivers from the Sixers, yeah. 76ers, Juwan Howard from the University of Michigan. We can have whoever we want. Forget about contract. We can just do that. We're the Lakers, damn it. And I thought that was weird. And what was really missing in all of that uh, analysis was who does LeBron want? And that's Mark, maybe is Mark Jackson. I I mean, I I don't even begrudge uh, LeBron James that fact that he gets to pick the coach. Forty years ago, Magic Johnson got a coach fired with the Lakers, right? So, I mean, it's a good traditional out there. And the NBA is so player-specific, player-dominant. I don't have a problem with the great all-time great player from choosing the, yeah. uh, who, who, who yeah. gets to coach him. So if uh, LeBron wants Jack- Mark Jackson, they should hire Mark
3: Jackson
0: we got to run, John. Great job. Sports- SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, uh, yes.
3: LLs know what Music means time to take out those pad and pencils. Get set for the fastest and, more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio. Opposite picks. What are us picture newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, seven thousand reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Proved it again last night with a nice profitable 4-2 and two with a couple of uh, fat money line winners in the baseball side of things as well we had one game get rained out. So here we go. We got another seven-pack of games, a little bit of everything. We're going to start in the NBA with the play-in games. Cleveland now getting 9.5 at Brooklyn. Yeah, the Cavs have lost 8 of 11, but we're still going to play them because the Nets are all... So still the team with the worst against the spread home record in the league. 9-31-1. And not only are they the worst, they're the worst by six games. I mean, this team has been a money pit. Love Cleveland here. And give me Brooklyn minus the nine and a half. Pick number two, Clippers getting two and a half in Minnesota. Clips have won five in a row, four by double digits. Minnesota only four and six its final ten games. They had ample opportunity to avoid the play-in scenario. Instead, they lost games to Washington, Chicago, and Orlando down the stretch. Clippers win this outright. Love L.A. getting a couple of points. Uh, Give me Minnesota minus the two and a half. Pick number three, we'll move to the NHL. Buffalo getting one and a half goals, plus 150 at Toronto. You know the Sabres have either won or lost by one goal in 12 of their last 16 games? We know Toronto's uncountable. You just don't know what you're going to get out of them. Love, 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 love Buffalo getting a goal and odds in the board of war. The two cities are separated by less than 100 miles. Uh, give me Toronto, minus the one and a half goals, minus 180. Pick number four, Islanders at home, plus 110 versus Pittsburgh. Wow, the boys in Vegas, dyslexia is kicking in again. They got it backwards, wrong team is favorite. You know, the Pens have scored five goals in five combined games against the Islanders and Rangers, these New York teams. They have them stifled, they really do. Islanders playing their best hockey, 12 and 6, their last 18 games at home. Walker suspended one of Pittsburgh's best players as well. Love the Islanders, plus 110. Uh, give me Pittsburgh minus the 130. Pick number five, Florida laying a goal and a half versus Anaheim. Oh, this is a must play, folks. Ducks are now 2-14, their last 16 games, with nine of those losses coming by two goals or more. Florida, and NHL best, 30-6 at home, and they've won seven in a row overall. Everything points to Florida here. Uh, give me Anaheim plus the goal and a half. Pick number six, the Mets, plus 140 of Philadelphia. Mets, he's sending Tyler McGill to the hill against former Mets Zach Wheeler, who was terrific last year in his first three outings versus the Mets, but they whacked him in his last two. I think that carryovers for this year. I think the Mets have the book on Wheeler. Mets, live dogs. They blew the game last night. They got to be pissed off, right? I love them tonight getting plus 140. you kidding me? Eh, give it to Phillies, minus the 160. Final pick, San Diego. Pick'em at San Francisco. Again, Padres, like the Mets, live dogs all series. You got Yu Darvish getting the ball. Second time out through no-hit baseball over six innings in his debut last week. Uh, now he's throwing in a pitcher's ballpark. That's going to help. San Fran figures to bounce back a little bit this year from last season. San Diego views this as their Super Bowl going up against the defending division champs. I'm getting them at pick'em. Love, 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 love the Padres to win again tonight. Uh, give me San Francisco and pick them. Opposite picks. little seven-pack for you, as we always like to give you. Brooklyn laying 9.5 against the Cavs despite the worst spread home record in the NBA. Minnesota laying 2.5 against the Clippers despite L.A. winning five in a row. Toronto, the Maple Leafs, laying a goal and a half minus 180 against Buffalo. Uh, Pittsburgh minus 130 at the Islanders, despite the Islanders being 12 and 6 in their last 18 games. Uh, God awful Anaheim uh, plus a goal and a half at Florida, which has the best home record in the NHL. Phillies laying a buck 60 against the New York Mets, and uh, San Fran pick them at home against San Diego. Opposite picks for tonight. That is a Tuesday, April 12th. Good luck, folks and there you go and as always we will post those on the website oppositepicks.com for those driving around and don't have a chance to uh, write things down so 844-843-6879 we still got our pyramid plays our uh um, our parlays we lost on both yesterday unfortunately so right back to the drawing board today we got a couple of more winners for you and uh, a couple of little tidbits before we are through including a really an amazing story about the cleveland indian guardians boy baseball has really fallen off the map in cleveland for sure but first up few phone calls uh uh, let's see who's there. How about the Johnny in Manhattan to start us off? What's up, John? How are you this morning?
2: Uh, Scott, how you doing? Um Well, Good. I'm depressed uh and I'm shaken by this subway shooting in Brooklyn. The guy threw a smoke bomb into the subway car and uh shot a bunch of people, sixteen injured. And uh then he escaped in the subway tunnel, so the subway shut down and the schools are on lockdown. But uh sorry to start on that note but i just uh, you know keep these people in your prayers 16 people shot on the subway wow. today by one person scary yeah you know what
3: rafi tickets uh, sent me the story on that i didn't get a chance to read it but man brooklyn's a, i i tell you you couldn't pay me to go to brooklyn I uh, not, not that that couldn't happen anywhere in new york with the subways but she this world is uh john just going to a hell in a handbasket it, it's just people are nuts people are just nuts I I'm, it's amazing it really is it's sad but amazing uh, Dennis in Pennsylvania, Dennis, welcome to, uh, opposite picks.
2: Scotty, how are you? Uh, I've got a couple of things I'll roll by and listen to your comment. Uh, Derondo Scotty with your Ovechkin thing. Scotty, us with the Ovechkin thing. He's 4.5 yeah. tonight for shots on goal. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Ho and Atkinson. Uh, and then, uh, Hey, cha-ching on your opposite pick on the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, I had the money line and I took the uh, minus goals and I hit on both. So thanks a lot on the opposite picks there. Um, you know, your guest did your guests danced all around what he really thought the teacups were gonna do tonight. He was all about yeah. next year, but I'm on the clip I'm on the clippers tonight, Scotty. They're they're playing well and I and I think they're going there. But I gotta tell you the the my least favorite thing happened last night and uh I actually put money on the Braves, uh, uh, some shekels, and what an Uh, embarrassment. They're now called the Atlanta Bozos. I'll hang up and listen to your comments. Thanks, (laughs) Scotty.
3: You got it. You got it, Dennis. Yeah, listen, we started our open parlay with the Braves last night. I'm going to give them like one more opportunity. They don't play tonight. Cause uh, that was their opening day. I, I'm going to give them uh, you know, one more, actually it wasn't their opening day. I'm surprised they don't play tonight. One more day, you know, and then maybe you jump off the Braves bandwagon until they, you know, get the uh, back down from cloud nine here from winning it all Clippers, I think are the play and that one dropped from three to two and a half. And, and not only are the Clippers playing the best ball between the two teams I saw uh, on the four letter network, I think they're six and one their last seven games against Minnesota as well. Veteran team, yeah, the only thing that scared me they got Patrick Beverly over at Minnesota, but he's such a bird braid. But yeah, the Clippers they, they seem to be the play tonight for sure. Winnipeg, nice opposite pick on that one. You know, that we threw that out there before. Uh, and Ovechkin, you're right. I did see that when we do our shots on goal here in a second. I don't like playing four and a half, boy. They get five. he He's gone two, three, four games now without getting five, so he is due. And they are playing Philadelphia, which is one of the worst defensive teams in the league. So they give up a ton of shots on goal. So I bet he gets it tonight. But yeah, they're getting wise to us on, uh, on Ovech. on Ovechkin. I much, 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 much prefer that three and a half, obviously, versus four and a half. So I'll put a couple of shekels on him, but not as much as I would if he was uh, if the line was uh, three and a half. Charles in West Virginia. Charles, welcome to Ops Picks, brother, brother. Nope, I think we lost Charles. Hi, right, Charles, sorry about that. We, we lost you there. So uh at least I don't hear you. So uh eight four four eight four. Four, three, six, eight, seven, nine. Again, eight, four, four, eight, four, three, six, eight, seven, nine. Speaking of our uh, pyramid plays and our open parlays, why not? Um, yeah, we stay. We had Atlanta last night. We started a new one and uh, Braves got walloped at home by Washington. So now we're uh, one in 10, still plus nine thirty eight. if you're a hundred dollar player. So we got to wipe number 11 off the board. Uh, today, we're going to go with, uh, we'll start a new one. I'm going to take the cadavers plus uh, plus nine and a half at Brooklyn. I don't know if they win out right. Uh, probably not. They're not playing great basketball, but that Brooklyn, uh, that against the spread record, the work nine thirty one and one. I'm just not a big believer in uh, these guys being able to turn it around. So it's, it's a play in game um you know you should be competitive should be close i'll I'll gladly i know the line jumped from eight and a half to nine and a half but i'll take the nine and a half with cleveland tonight that'll be game number one of our uh, open six team open parlay our underdog parlay we lost with the mets plus 130 as we talked about blowing a four nothing lead you know what I'm going to go right back on the Mets. Uh, this McGill dude, uh, he actually pitched a pretty good baseball against Washington, his first outing. And they're going up against Wheeler. They hit him pretty good the fourth and fifth times they faced him last year. So I'll take the Mets plus the 140. And we do underdogs in this one. So oh, half a unit. Uh, so we're 0 for 18 minus 900. So we need to get a couple of winners here uh, on, on that one. So uh, those will be our two plays for uh, the night. Our baseball plays, we, we continue on. We'll play Colorado again. We'll play the Mets again. We'll play Toronto again. And we'll play San Diego again. Three and one last night. If you're a $100 player, uh, you made yourself, um, what, uh, 250 bucks or so? Not bad. Uh, 245 to be exact, because we won 115 on Colorado, 105 on Toronto, and 125 on San Diego. And all three of those teams, along with the Mets, will either be pick 'em or, or Underdog. So, continue along. And uh, we did this last year, and we built a pot well over 1000 bucks. So, keep on doing it. We bet series, not teams and pitching matchups. We don't hop on, hop off. Uh, we'll save that for the, the premium guys. But what we do here is we pick the series, and we play those teams throughout the entire series. And we'll win some money. All right, our pyramid plays. Best NBA play tonight? Uh, Cleveland, plus the nine and a half. Our best prop, you know, it's tempting to go with Kyrie or Durant, but the problem is you just don't know which one of the two is going to go off. So I'm not going to flip a coin. I'll take 10.5 points over Andre Drummond going up against his former Cavalier team. I I think he'll get 11 points for the Nets. NHL best play, Vancouver at home, plus 120. Huge game against Vegas tonight. They battle for one of the final playoff spots in the Western Conference. Uh, Props. I'd like to go with our guy Ovechkin, but I want it four and a half. Not the best, best, best one. Best one is over two and a half. Sam Bennett for the uh, Florida Panthers up against uh, Anaheim. They should have their uh, way with them. Baseball, best play. Limited schedule. I'm going to go with the Devil Dogs. Uh, Tampa Bay got wiped out last night. What was it? 13 to two. I'll, I'll lay the run and a half. I won't lay odds. I don't think Oakland's going to beat Tampa Bay two times in a row. So give me Tampa Bay minus the one and a half runs. And then if you're only, only going to play one, um, I tell you, I, I like them all about the same today. I really do. You could almost flip a coin. There's not one that's overwhelming, but I think Cleveland plus nine and a half at Brooklyn is, is a pretty safe bet. Uh, again, I, I don't know if Brooklyn's going to lose, but People have just overpriced this Brooklyn team all year long, which is why they have the worst home spread record in the NBA. And I think it's happening here again, nine and a half points. So I'll take Cleveland plus the nine and a half squeak in. Our shots on goal, uh, on fire, 131 up, 91 down. We got a bunch and I'll post these on the, the hockey page of my website, but we got Nylander, Riley for Toronto, Bennett, Huberdeau for Florida, Knetsov for Washington, and in uh, Ovechkin, Larkin for Detroit, Duchesne, Nashville, Camping, Kopitar, Ifalo, and Bratt were uh, the kings and devils.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
3: All right, welcome back, Ops of Picks on this Tuesday morning. Here's Julie sitting in as a uh, pro football full circle takes over at the top of the hour with uh, our boy Joe Lisi and uh, George Kurtz. they will take you to uh, 1 p.m. Eastern time talking the uh, NFL. Got the NBA playoffs uh, starting later on tonight. Who are my predictions? We failed to give that, right? Uh, you know, I, I hate to go with chalk, you know, and there's this saying that I uh, say all the time, uh, winners bet with streaks, losers bet against streaks. So... You know, with that, I got to find a way to bet the Phoenix Suns. But uh, I I just, um, as much as I do think they're going to win, I I can't bet Chris Paul just can't do it. Uh, I can't go Brooklyn Nets. Uh, I don't think they're going to do it. I'd love to put the, uh, you know, the Celtics in there, my Celtics. But if the Celtics can't do that, Miami, uh, they don't have that super, super, superstar that you need uh, to uh, win. Philadelphia, too many issues with the 76 and too many headaches. Grizzlies aren't ready. The Jazz are the Jazz. Can't bet on them. Dallas and Denver aren't good enough. Clippers suck. Teacups aren't there. So who's left? Two teams. I got Milwaukee versus Golden State in the NBA Finals. And, you know, as much as I think that would be a horrific matchup for the Golden State Warriors. I'm gonna grab the Warriors at nine to one to beat the Bucks. Uh, I will. I will take them. Pretty good. Western Conference really is not that good. You know. You know. The Phoenix Suns to me are the only, only team that can really upset the Apple Court. I, I would be really, really surprised uh, if it's anybody in the West in the NBA Finals from the West other than the Phoenix or Golden State. You know. You want to tell me J- John Moran's gonna lead the Grizzlies? I don't think he's they're going to be that that good so i like either one of those two teams and i think the bucks end up being the best team out of the east so and i think Golden state will find a way to get the job done at nine to one you get pretty good value on them so golden state over the bucks why not we'll just say it in six thanks to john randall sportshandle.com pretty good website pretty good betting website in fact there's a story on there about calvin ridley how how we really bet a little bit more so enjoy the rest of your day we'll talk to you later on today in game live pro football full circle coming up next